Father, we're thankful to you today for your blessing. We praise you that our lives are getting better as we listen, as we hear, as we understand your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. King's Wives. Esther. I'm going to read from the book of Esther, chapter 8. Praise the Lord. I think I'll just... Uh, Dwell on the first few verses. Praise the Lord. On that day did the king Hazarius give the house of Haman, the Jews' enemy, unto Esther the queen. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he was unto her. And the king took off his ring which he had taken from Haman, and gave it unto Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. And Esther spake yet again before the king, and fell down at his feet, and besought him with tears to put away the mischief of Haman the Agagite, and his device that he had devised against the Jews. Then the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king, verse 5, and said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman the son of Hamidata the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews, which are all in the king's provinces. For how can I endure to see the evil that shall come up unto my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of mine, my kindred? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, Esther, Queen Esther is, is a fondly spoken of queen in the Bible. Hallelujah. Many times she's mentioned there are lots of, uh, uh, I mean, only good things are said <laughs> about her hair. Praise the Lord. And uh, um, tr tr truly so, hallelujah, because she was a, a great example or a perfect example of, of, of what God wants to do with his women. Hallelujah. What God wants to do with his young girls, his daughters. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And you know, we, 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 we learn that what God, he's all about his kingdom. He's all because he's a king. Hallelujah. And he's all about his kingdom. The reason he sends his son was even to bring us the word of his kingdom. We learned that from Matthew chapter 13 from the parable of the sower who came to sow the word of the kingdom and Jesus came and he was preaching just the kingdom, 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 kingdom. Hallelujah. And so you see, God has a strategic plan to spread out his kingdom in, 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 in the universe, <clears throat> wherever people are. Hallelujah. And he does that by using his daughters you know, a daughter, when we say a daughter, like in science, when you have like an amoeba that divides into two, you know, we say that they are the two cells, the, the two uh, smaller cells that have been divided or that have issued out are daughter cells, right? 
any product of multiplication, we call it like it's like daughter cells. God's daughters are meant to multiply the kingdom of God. That is the strategic plan of God. The daughter, if you find yourself in a feminine figure, you are special to God. Hallelujah. He didn't make a mistake when he made you. He made you specifically to, 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 to multiply his kingdom. He wants to send you out to be a means by which he multiplies his kingdom. This is just powerful. Hallelujah. It's just powerful. And how does God do this? Praise the Lord. Look at the story of Esther. Esther was, was, was an orphan. She lived with, with her, her cousin Mordecai, grew up with her cousin who took care of her, you know. And by the grace of God, she found herself being one of the young girls who were selected uh, uh, to, to, to be, um, um, what do you call it? prepared as 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 uh, uh to to be to as in the the queen of, of of persia to be chosen from from that select group hallelujah and she emerged the one that was chosen it was just the grace of god just the grace of god that picked her out of the whole lot and set her amongst uh, a, a, a heathen nation because she herself was a jew she was an israelite a, 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 a jew of jews praise the lord but she found herself in in the in the province of King King Xerxes, okay, the leader of Persia, which was not a country that believed in God. They had their own gods. They had their own system of doing things. Praise the Lord! It was a different uh, uh, nation, and that's how it is in the whole world. There are several people who don't believe in God and things like that. But but God sends out his his people or his daughters who believe in him, who follow him who love him. He sends them, he plants them, not, I mean, he plants them in, 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 in places where maybe people don't really believe in God. And what is he expecting his daughters to do when they find themselves there? He's expecting that they will multiply the kingdom of God. They will be the reason why that whole nation that does not believe in God now tends to believe in God. Are you going to be that daughter of God that God is going to use to multiply his kingdom wherever he plants you? It may be in, in your workplace. Not everybody believes in God, but God plants you there so that you'll be the means. You'll be the reason why other people believe in God. And you see that there is a leadership plan. You see, because the kingdom cannot spread out without leadership. Leadership is about being on the forefront and letting the, the masses throng after you, follow after you. You see, uh, the whole plan of God is to teach us how to uh, become followers. And if we can become good followers, we can also turn others to become good followers. Hallelujah. The whole plan of God is leadership. And there's no leadership. There's nothing like leadership without followership. If you are going to be a very good leader, it's because you've been a very good follower. If you are going to be a very good leader of God's people, it's because you're a very good follower of Jesus. That's right. Because he is the ultimate leader. And he is the one leading us to the Father. Praise the Lord. Now, you see that in Esther chapter 8 verse 4, the Bible says, And the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king. Esther arose and stood before the king. Now, why was this golden scepter? A scepter is simply a rod. 
you know a rod that is a rod and and is a special rod that is used to like signify like the power the power and authority of a kingdom okay sorry the power and authority of a kingdom so when it is stretched out in a particular direction it means that the power and the authority of the kingdom the the the, the, the pleasures the desires the affection everything nice about the kingdom is moving in that direction Okay, so now the Bible says that what the king held out, when Esther began to plead with the king about her people, she fell at the feet of the king and began to weep and to speak for her people. That was when the scepter was stretched out to her. Praise the Lord. That was when the scepter of the kingdom of Persia was stretched out to her. And that was favor. And that, 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 that was just exceptional because what that meant was that the power, the authority, the, the love, the, the, the affection, anything nice about the kingdom of Persia, the, this heathen nation was coming to move in the direction of this lady that the, the scepter was stretched out to. It's like the nation is ready to hear you. The country is ready. The empire is ready to listen to you. We are attentive to you. We, 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 we don't mind being led by you. We don't mind being... being following your words giving ear to your words it's, it's something precious hallelujah and you see that god led her through all the steps god led her prepared her and all all those things give her the wisdom so that finally she could stand before the king to speak who is a king's wife a king's wife is the one who can stand before the king to speak to speak for what to speak for the people she stands for and usually she's even selected from a very a people of low stature, low esteem. That is why you, you it looks like you, you may not be so much, but God is choosing you. It's like there's nothing so much about your background, but God is choosing you. And God is putting his holy anointing upon you. God is saying to you, come and follow me. Yes, because he wants you eventually to stand before kings. To stand before kings and not mere men. He wants you to stand before kings to make pleas on behalf of people who are marginalized, who are maybe special groups of people, okay, people that maybe uh, people don't really pay attention to them. Maybe you, you find that your heart is more towards uh, uh, people with cerebral palsy or autistic, their autistic children or something. It's like they are a small group of people. Uh, nobody really pays attention to them. But God is going to select you from over there. And he's going to place you before the king. He's going to make you a king's wife. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In another lesson, we'll talk maybe about a little bit more. We'll go a little bit more into details. But he's going to, God wants to have a plan to make you a king's wife. It's an anointing. That's what I want to bring to you today it's an anointing is an anointing it's something that falls from above and falls on you selects you picks you guides you through the days speaks to you through the days prepares you through the days polishes you up through the days so that eventually you can come to the place where the whole nation the massive group of people maybe let me say ghana or africa or, or, or maybe let's say Accra, or maybe let's say your district, they can all give a listening ear to you as you stand to speak for a certain marginalized group. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. In, in Esther's day, she, her group was like 
kind of like a small group, a marginalized group. The Jews they were like just that small group in that province. Okay? And this wicked person who was called Haman wanted to just oust them, wanted to just wipe them. But God anointed Esther and gave her wisdom that was beyond that enemies. You see, the reason why God is anointing you is because that group that you stand for, that people that you stand for are hated so much by the devil and God is making you the match for the devil. That's why he's preparing you to stand before a king. Hallelujah. I remember when I was in primary six, there was a one time our teacher spoke, stood before us and as a, oh, like everybody should say what they want to be in future. And we had one of our classmates who just, when it got to her 10, she was like, oh, she wants to be a first lady. And all of us were laughing. Like, we're like, hey, what an ambition. Like people were saying lawyer, nurse, you know, uh, soldier. Hey, only this lady, when it got to her, she said she wants to be the first lady of the country. Me and I was sitting in my seat. I was like, hey, which kind of ambition to is this? And I remember it was made clear. I don't, I don't know whether it was a teacher or, but it was made clear that you know, this is not something you can train for. Like you, you, you yourself stand up and said, I want to be a first lady. I want to be a first lady. I want to be a first lady. Change now. I'm going to end up being a first lady. So all your career path, you are just doing so that you become a first lady. It's not like something you, you do. It's something, it's a calling. Do you get it? It's a calling. It's like if God wants you to be there, he will pick you from the dust. And he will prepare you for, 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 for that place. It's a calling. It's an anointing. It's a selection. It's something that comes from above. And today I want you to know that when, as you are a daughter of God, as you learn to sit at the feet of God, you see, Esther was somebody who knew about how to sit at the feet of God. Even when she came to the king, the physical king, she knew how to fall at the king's feet. Hmm. Something. Oh, barakata. Shabala katora masankaya. She knew how to fall at the feet of the king. Hadom Regal. Rulership is from the feet. It's, oh my God. I, I, I don't know if I have the time to go into that. The Bible says that what? David, he stood up upon his feet to speak to the people. Rulership is from, is from is, is when you, you, you are a leader, when you can stand on your feet to speak to people. You can go on your feet to go to go throughout the kingdom. Oh yes, hallelujah! It's it's something about foot power. Hallelujah. Anyway, that's not what the subject for today. But point I'm trying to make is that it's a selection. It's something that comes upon you, and that thing is is an anointing of leadership. Is an anointing of leadership. You see, until uh, uh, Queen Esther could come to the place where she could stand. The Bible says she stood before the king. It was when she she she, she cried before the king. The scepter of the kingdom was 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 held out towards her. The Bible says she stood and then she began to speak to the king. To speak before kings is leadership. <laughs> it's leadership. You can't stand. No, not no mean person stands before the king. Until you are ready to come before a king, a leader of a nation, a leader of a group of people, any group of people, you you must have a certain level of wisdom, a certain level of a certain level of understanding, knowledge, counsel, like smartness, brain power, or something, something about skill, you know, a gift, 
Something about you should be exceptional before you can stand before a king. And today I want you to know that as you are a daughter of God, God is selecting you for a palace. And what are you going to do in the palace? It's not to vaunt yourself. You remember the story of Vashti. It's not about you. It's not about how beautiful you are, whether you, you want to show yourself or you don't want to show yourself. It's not about you at all. It's about standing in for a group. It's about realizing that you are standing for a, you are standing for a people. In your case, you must, you, must be, you must know that you are standing for a church. You are, you are standing for God's people. You understand? And you are pushing the agenda of God's people wherever you find yourself. Wherever you find yourself. There's an anointing. There's an anointing for your leadership. As a woman, there's an anointing for your leadership as a woman. Yes. 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 And to, to be, for you to be a helper. A wife is simply a helper. The Bible says that I will make a helper suitable for him. That's simply what a wife is. So, you see, sometimes the, the mystery of it is that, that is a, a king actually needs several helpers. <laughs> a king needs se several helpers. Several, maybe let's say, even several women helpers. There should be maybe somebody who helps in terms of uh, 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 food. Somebody who helps in terms of uh, clothing. Some of somebody who helps. Several. The last time I was watching a, a documentary about uh, Princess Diana. You know, people of the royal family, and I realized that I mean, <laughs> there were people servants. Eh? She had special people who were just into her makeup, like a man, a man whose job, like he was the makeup artist of the princess. Like before she goes, like he's in charge of how she looks there's somebody else who selects her jewelry there's somebody else who selects her clothes like there are servants well-refined trained professional servants who are in charge of all these things they minister before the king in quotes you understand the royal person praise the lord so uh uh what i'm trying to make is that when we're talking about king's wives you, it's not like maybe just like you are the one who is going to like be married to the king. It also refers to the one who is going to marry to the king. Because I know a lot of girls like to hear about marriage. They want to marry great men. They want to marry people who are established. They want to marry kings and that kind of thing, you know. But I want you to get the right understanding into your mind. It's not about you marrying a great person per se. You yourself have to become great. You yourself have to be a leader. You yourself have to be uh, somebody who can speak for. You can speak for. You can speak for the sake. Do you understand? You can speak for uh, uh, maybe people who are who are who are being treated unjustly or, or un sorry unjustly. Okay, who are experiencing in injustice in, in one way or the other. You, you have to be able to be a leader. Who, who are you called to be a, a leader of? Which group are you a leader of? That is, if you can identify that, that is when the scepter will be stretched out to you. That is when the king will really favor you. Hallelujah. That is when the king will really favor you. So today, may the word of God come clear to you. You are called to be a helper to a king, a king's wife. Hallelujah. And that means that you yourself must become a leader. And you are no leader if you are not led. And what do we mean? The Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You, are, you, become, you start entering your leadership when you start following God to the letter. Because God is the leader. He's the leader of the whole universe. When you start following him well, you see that the thing upon him, it comes upon you as well, which is leadership, the anointing 
of leadership. That is what will take you into the palace. That is what takes you into the palace. Now, it's, it's not your beauty. It's not your, you know, it's not about you. You have to understand. It's something that comes from above that falls upon your life. May your desire for the holy anointing for leadership increase today. May you desire to be a leader. May you desire to be a follower. Your, your desire to be a follower of Jesus be stronger and stronger. And as the anointing becomes thicker, clearer, more powerful, you see that really what God is sending you to do is to for you to enter a certain palace somewhere and you find that you stand before kings and you not stand before mean, mean men. Hallelujah. May the blessing of the Lord rest upon you mightily as you hear this word in Jesus mighty name amen thank you for listening to the Shema podcast with Dr. Anastasia Bruce Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says hear O Israel the Lord your God is one God bless you